0: youthful for Christ, we are youthful to Christ, because we are youthful for Christ And the day, we accept your snorries. Welcome to the Youthful for Christ podcast, a place where you hear what God has to say to you. Yes, we are youthful for Christ, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. And at Youthful for Christ, we bear the yoke in our youth. For Christ, you're welcome. To you and peace from god the father and the lord jesus christ today the 26th day of november 2021 wherever you're listening from all over the world i welcome you to another mind-opening and splendid episode of what god says to you today the podcast of the youthful for christ team a place where you hear what god says to you And wherever you are all over the world listening to this right now, I want to welcome you especially to the first episode of the second year of the Youthful for Christ podcast. You're very welcome. This is the first episode in this new year. Last week we had, last month rather, we had our special one year anniversary episode and this is a new era, a new year in the Youthful for Christ podcast and so I say very big welcome to you. All our listeners all over the world, we are really grateful. We say, God bless you and keep listening to what God says to you today, the podcast of the Youthful for Christ team. Because of the so-much misconception, a lot of people segment Christianity as though it has nothing to do with certain aspects of reality, Why many others out of ignorance think that the scripture is not sufficient enough to live a holistic life. And that is why on this episode we want to talk on this mind-opening and inspiring topic pertaining to life and godliness pertaining to life and goodness and this episode promises to be mind-opening and inspiring so wherever you are wherever you are wherever you are right now sit back go nowhere we'll be back shortly after this break it is what god says to you today brought to you by the youthful christ podcast a place where you hear what god says to you we'll be back shortly
1: Are listening to what God says to you today. Brought to you by the Youthful for Christ podcast, the Youthful for Christ, the team of young minds alike who are burning with zeal for Christ. We are given the mandate of Psalm fifty-one, verse thirteen, the ministry of reconciliation. Our vision and mission includes, but not limited to, reaching out to more than one thousand youths yearly teaching the young ones to be in the world and not be of it imparting the youths for their vision supporting them for their purpose and empower them for their mission our motto is john chapter 17 verse 16 in the world not of the world and our slogan is lamentations 3 verse 27 because at youthful for christ we are known for bearing the yoke in our youths. join us today and be part of this great work of god
0: Our on this episode will be taken from the book of 2 Pe- Peter chapter 1 verse 3. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3 and I read, His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us to His own glory and excellence. That's 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3 from the English Standard Version. okay so on this episode we want to talk about pertaining to life and godliness pertaining to life and godliness and today we'll be talking about everything that we need to live a holistic life because of the misconception there's so many things going on now and people tell you that if you want to be a Christian or you want to follow God there are many things you are not to do and when they say many things you are not to do they're not talking about abstaining from evil they actually think that Christianity is segmented and it has nothing to do with certain aspects of life. But on today's episode, we're going to see what it really means to live a holistic life. And that is why Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3 tells us that everything we need, God has given to us. And not just for godliness, only said for life and godliness. And some may think this verse is talking about how God gives us everything we need informationally through his word, which is the Bible. But no, 2 Timothy 3.16.17 does teach us that. But 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3 I think includes more than just informationally through his word. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3 is talking about all the things that God gives using his divine power that pertaineth to life and godliness. And on this episode, we'll be mentioning just a few. Now for you to know that God is not only talking about godliness, he said pertaining to life and godliness. Pertaining to life and godliness. And what do you need as human to live your life god has given it and what do you need as a human to live your spiritual life god has given it and that is why we'll be talking about all those things that pertains to life and godliness and previously in one of our episodes, we've talked about wealth and christianity and on that episode we saw how god us as children as Christian to make it big and have all those world resources contrary to what many people think about Christianity and so we want to talk about pertaining to life and godliness and now the question is what do you need for life what do you need for life Second Peter 1 verse 3 where we took our text says that everything you need for life God has given it to you. Now everything you need for life, doesn't that sound a bit ambitious or even pretentious? And the question is again, what do you need for life? What do you need for life? Now you need wisdom, you need wisdom to live a successful life, you need wisdom raising kids, you need courage in face of opposition you need peace under pressure you need faith in the face of tragedy, you need comfort in bereavement, you need love when you feel alone, you need healing when you are wounded you need strength when you are overwhelmed and you need money to meet your needs and everything that pertains to life, all of these things God has given to you God has given to you and now the problem and the question is why is it that many people those who say they are Christian seem as though they don't have any of this or others would prefer to just live only for the parts and say they just want to be godly and then neglect the other aspect of life but the truth is that as long as you are in this world you cannot live a segmented life. Everything you need, life and godliness, there must be a balance to life and godliness. You cannot just take one aspect and live out the other. You cannot say you want to live only for yourself and your life and live out godliness. And you cannot say because you want to be, be a Christian and then you choose the path of godliness the other aspect, there must be a balance and so we're going to look at all those things that have been mentioned everything that you need for life and godliness and when we come back from this break we're going to talk about the sufficiency of scripture, we're going to see how God has given us all those things and how we will be able to get them to live a balanced life don't go anywhere, we'll be back after this break Hello everyone around the world, I'm Reverend Crown obi the Senior Pastor of Shorset International Christian Center. Keep listening to What God Says to You Today, a podcast by Youth for Christ team, a place where you hear what God says to you. God bless you. from that break and thank you for staying tuned so far and on this episode we've been discussing pertaining to life and godliness pertaining to life and godliness and now we want to talk about the sufficiency of scripture now the question is all those who proclaim christ as lord is he enough this challenge we face every day we have come across many people often think about Christianity in parts they often view their lives as a series of compartments to them they have their work. that's one area their family that's another their pleasure that's what they do for their own self and for their joy and then there is their faith which is a very important aspect of their life and then there's this part which they call their hopes and dreams and they think that christianity is only restricted to their faith alone most folks in church would agree that jesus christ has everything we need for faith It's enough to feel that compartment but some are not sure that he has everything they need for life peter presents us come with completely different picture you will find in jesus christ not just everything you need for faith but everything that you will face in life now think about what that means for getting through life in middle school or high school your first experience of discovering that the world is unfair peter says that jesus christ is everything you need for dealing with this Your first experience of rejection finding yourself outside the group Christ is everything you need for that and you will experience struggles with your own moods struggles with your own feelings and emotion and the truth is that Jesus is everything you need now God's divine power has given you everything you need for life in middle school in high school and through your knowledge of Jesus Christ everything you need for life in old age has been given to you everything you need for a married life has been given to you everything you need for single life everything you need for your midlife crisis when you are when you discover that you have done less in much time and then you think you feel downcasted jesus is enough and he is what you need you look at how long you have to go and it's less than you thought too christ is everything you need and we are thought we are not talking about just one aspect of life we're talking about life in its fullness and in second peter chapter one verse three where we took our text we saw that what we need pertaining to not just life but also godliness and to not just godliness but also life is given to us and that particular scripture started with life and godliness let me tell you the truth you have to live your life first before you talk about godliness it didn't say godliness and life it says life and godliness but a lot of people want to pretend like they don't exist jesus in john chapter 17 verse 16 says i am in the world and not of the world you have to be in the world first you can be able to say you are not of the world for many people the reverse is the case they want to be out of the world while they are in the world so you have to be able to know where to draw the distinction and where to strike the balance because as long as you are in this world you have to be able to be at the point where you live your life and then the other aspect for Christianity there are many people who are heavenly conscious and earthly useless because they don't regard this aspect of their life and here we are talking about life in all its fullness and Peter is saying to us that Jesus Christ is sufficient not only for faith but for all of life If we can see that he is sufficient not just for a corner of your life but for the whole of it this will change how you follow Jesus Christ if you will be able to see that everything you need everything you need not just for faith alone everything you need to live a balanced life is found in Christ it's going to change your perspective on how you follow Jesus Christ and when we come back from this break we're going to see what godliness means and what God has promised to those who follow this path don't go anywhere we'll be back shortly is what god says to you today brought to you by the youthful christ podcast
1: the youthful for christ team would love to hear from you so after listening to this episode please make sure you leave a comment You can join us on Facebook and WhatsApp via the link on the description box and get on board. So together, we will be at the yoke in all (laughs) youths.
0: Hey, welcome back from the break and thank you for staying tuned so far. And now, we want to talk about godliness. We've been talking about and this episode our central our topic is pertaining to life and godliness. And now, I want to really see what godliness means. and In verse 3 of where we took our text, 2 Peter chapter 1, we read that His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness. Peter has a particular kind of life in mind. He talks about life and godliness. And a godly life is more rather than less. Godliness simply means a life that is centered on God. In Jesus Christ, you will find everything you need for a life that flows out of a passion for God. The life he's talking about is not an artificial one. Where you try to conform to certain religious expectations and try to be good or try to make yourself a good person. No, it is a life animated and energized by the power of God for everything you need and the freedom and the joy for the kind of life you will find in your knowledge of Jesus Christ. By any standard, this is one of the most amazing statements. Entire Bible. It headlines what God has to say to us through this letter and it takes us to the heart of authentic Christianity. Authentic Christianity. And now, what does God promise to those who have taken this path? What does God promise? The first is participation in the divine nature. He has given us His very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature. That's verse 4 of Second Peter chapter 1. What does that mean? How can you participate in the divine nature? How can you participate? It is either you would somehow have to enter into God which the Bible never suggests happens or God would somehow have to enter into you Bible clearly teaches that when a person comes to faith in Jesus Christ, God's Spirit enters the life of that person. When Peter says, you may participate in the divine nature, verse 4, he is talking about our union with Christ. This is the same thing the Apostle Paul was speaking of when he says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live but Christ lives in me chapter 2 verse 20 our lord puts it in a picture in john chapter 15 verse 5 he says i am the vine you are the branches if a man remains in me he will bear much fruit these are all different ways of talking about a shared life many of us think that we have all that god has to offer but all we have is forgiveness for the past, heaven for the future, and a great void in between. I want you to grasp this: it's divine power that's giving us everything we need for life and godliness. The gospel is more than forgiveness and heaven; it is a God's power. It is God's power and presence in life today yes that's what the gospel is it is more than forgiveness and eternal it is more than forgiveness and heaven it is the very power of god manifesting in your life jesus says that eternal life begins from your knowledge of him the moment you begin to know who jesus is that moment you should start Experiencing eternal life. Eternal life is not a life that comes after, it is a life of the knowledge of Christ. It is a life of the knowledge of Christ. Another thing that God promises us is escape from corruption in the world. Escape from corruption in the world. He has given us very great and precious promises so that through them you may escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires and the question is what's wrong with the world what is wrong with the world and I'll say you what does the corruption where does the corruption in the world come from what would need to change if we are to have a world of freedom and justice and love and joy what needs to change what there are many answers to these questions some people will tell you that the corruption in the world comes from lack of education lack of opportunity or lack of resources the apostle would not agree with that peter says the corruption in the world is caused by evil desires that's why you find corruption in people have education opportunity and resources as well as those who do not what evil desires are we talking about we're talking about envy greed lust, pride and laziness to name just a few these desires are in us and they corrupt us and this is the promise that Jesus has given to us to escape this corruption now you, as a young boy or a young girl, do you ever find yourself overcome by moods, feelings and emotion? And are you, and then you say to yourself, where did that come from? Why was I like that? Do you ever find yourself looking at another person, at what they have and their success? It eats you away and you say, why is my life not like that? You don't want to be like that, but you can't seem to help it. There is something going on inside you. It spoils you. It corrupts you. But you can get free from it. You can get free from it. So far, we've been talking about pertaining to life and godliness. And we have said so far that God has given us everything we need in this regard. But the big question is how do we get it how do we get it When we come back from this break we're going to discuss how we get everything pertaining to life and godliness that god has given to us don't go anywhere stay tuned you won't want to miss this we'll be back after the short break this is what God says to you today, brought to you by the Youthful for Christ podcast, a place where you always hear what God says to you. Hello everyone around the world, I'm Reverend Crown obi the Senior Pastor of Churchhood International Christian Centre keep listening to what God says to you today, a podcast by Youthful for Christ team, a place where you hear what God says to you. God bless you. Okay, okay, welcome back from that break and thank you for staying tuned so far. On this episode, we've been talking about pertaining to life and godliness. And the truth is that it is not just enough for us to say that God has given us everything we need pertaining to. Life. The major question is how do we get it? How do we get all those things pertaining to life and godliness which God has given to us? How do we get it? A great man of God by name, Arthur W. Pink said something he said the bible is no lazy man's book much of its treasures like second peter chapter one verse three much of its treasures like the valuable minerals stored in the bowels of the earth only yield up themselves to the diligent seeker Much of its treasure, like the valuable minerals stored in the bowels of the earth, only yield up themselves to the diligent seeker. The Bible is no lazy man's book. So now, how do we get all those things that God has given to us, all the things that pertain to life and godliness, how do we get it? You would want to agree with me that valuable minerals, oil, gold, and what have you, they are not found on the topmost of the soil. They are not found on the uppermost top part of the soil. They are buried in the bowels. The treasures, valuable treasures, are stored up in the bowels of the earth. And it is only those who dig deep, deep who find this treasure. The Bible is no lazy man's book now how do we get all those things that god has given to us this is the divine power his divine power first of all the truth is that you have to be in connection to this divine power it is not something you just get anywhere and anyhow you have to be in connection to this divine power and the first step to be in connection to this divine power is when you have surrendered to his divine authority now the question is have you surrendered your life to christ are you a christian are you a child of god are you living your life to please him if you have not you cannot have access to this divine power that gives us everything we need for life and godliness that is the first step And then the second step is to be desirous to seek it. It's for you to go deeper than the surface. It's for you to seek God. Bible said, "Anyone who seeks God, He will be found. God is not far away, but He is near to all those who call upon Him and who seek Him in spirit and in truth." Are you doing that? Are you doing that? Are you just living? A normal life, are you satisfied only that you are saved from sin? Are you satisfied? Do you have all that you need for life and godliness Do you used to struggle? Do you used to struggle with your sin, Do you still struggle with feelings and emotions, you used to struggle with hate, with lust, with envy? Are you still in the pit of shame? Can't continue like that you can't settle for less when you can have more you can't settle for that when God has given you all that you need for life and godliness is your marriage suffering is it collapsing your businesses your finances are you doing well do you have politics are you living a balanced life or you are just satisfied alone that you're a Christian that you need for life and godliness has been given to you it has been given to you it has been given to you and it is your duty to go deep search for it take it so that you can maximize your life so that you can live in life to its fullness christianity is not segmented christianity has nothing it does does not concern your faith only Christianity is every aspect of your life spiritually physically financially is a life of a life that should be lived in a whole jesus is concerned about everything that has to do with you your relationship your family your business your career your academics jesus is concerned with everything that has to do with you and that is why he gave you everything you need pertaining to life and godliness and now the question is are you maximizing it are you maximizing it ponder on this as we go on this break
1: You are listening to what God says to you today, brought to you by the Youthful for Christ podcast. The Youthful for Christ is the team of young minds alike who are burning with zeal for Christ. We are given the mandate of Psalm 51 verse 13, the ministry of reconciliation. Our vision and mission includes, but not limited to, reaching out to more than 1,000 youths yearly, teaching the young ones to be in the world and not be of it, imparting the youths for their vision, supporting them for their purpose and empower them for their mission. Our motto is John chapter 17, verse 16, in the world, not of the world. And our slogan is Lamentations 3, verse 27. Because at Youthful for Christ, we are known for bearing the yoke in our youths. Join us today and be part of this great work of God.
0: welcome back from the break and as we round up on this episode i want you to know something that the gospel has been given to us when peter wrote he could already say that god had given That word is in perfect tense. The gospel had already been revealed to men. There is no need for a latter-day revelation. God has already given all things that pertain to life and to godliness. We, therefore, do not need a new revelation for a new age. The revelation provided in the gospel is perfectly adequate to meet man's spiritual needs and his physical needs. The quran of muhammad the book of Mormon, of joseph smith science and health with key to the scriptures by mary baker eddie and the writings of ellen g ellen g white cannot add one thing which we need that pertains to life and godliness no but everything man needs for salvation is revealed to us in christ jesus The gospel can be known. Man receives the benefit of the gospel's revelation through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ. This passage affirms that there is a truth, and that truth can be known. Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Furthermore, man's participation in the benefits which the gospel provides, life and godliness, is contingent upon his knowledge, upon his knowing that is unknown. Upon his, knowing, upon his knowing that revelation, the revelation of God is not some mystical revelation which is unknown and unknowable. It can and is understood, known and obeyed. One's salvation from sin depends upon knowing and obeying that truth. The gospel contains great and precious promises the things which pertain to life and godliness which have been given to us contain exceeding great and precious promises among those promises are these first forgiveness of sin like we can see in mark chapter 16 verse 16. the second is eternal life we can see in john 3:16. 16. resurrection of the dead we can see in john 528 to 29 we have heaven revelation 21 3 Three John fourteen twelve and also the power to make wealth and to live wealthy has been given to us, has been given us and the question is how eager are you to get this how eager are you to get this recognizing that God has given us given unto us all those things that pertain to life and godliness and that this is contained in the pages of the divine inspiration known as the holy book the holy Bible what should you with your Bible if one truly believes that these things are true he will turn to that Bible showing its pages to learn everything revealed therein. if he desires life and godliness he will turn to his pages turn to the pages of his Bible if a man claims to believe that God has given and provided all things that pertain to life and godliness in the gospel, and confesses to desire life and godliness, but does not read and study his Bible, he is a sounding Simba he is a sounding brass, and a tinkling Simba If we truly believe that the Bible, if we believe, if we truly believe the Bible to be God's instructions for man to obtain life and godliness of studying it and recognize it as authoritative in defining how to obtain life and godliness and like a w being said the bible is no lazy man's book much of its treasure like the valuable mineral stored in the bowels of the earth only yield up themselves to the diligent seeker you diligent are you seeking to have life and godliness then turn to the pages of the Bible because everything you need for your life physically spiritually financially academically everything you need God has given them to you and as we conclude on this episode I want you to know that Christianity is not a segmentation Christianity is all about life it has to do with everything about you it is not only, only concentrating on your faith everything about you everything about you just as you said in John chapter 17 verse 16 I am in the world but I am not of the world you are in the world what you should seek is not to be so as we come to the end of this episode I would like to leave you with this closed line of the youthful for Christ podcast whoever you are wherever you are whatever you believe in Jesus Christ the Sovereign Lord is coming again this time not as a savior but as a king to rule and reign over all and so if you have not surrendered to him Repent now and believe the gospel. The gospel is that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And for God so loved the world, and he gave his only begotten Son, and that whosoever believes in him should not perish and have everlasting life. That is the gospel. Repent now and believe the gospel. Repent now and believe the gospel. Okay, we've come to the end of this episode pertaining to life and godliness and i want to thank you for staying tuned and listening thus far to this point and we say a very big thank you to all our listeners all over the world who have been staying tuned to the youtube of christ podcast this is the first episode in the second year of the youtube of christ podcast and we are very very grateful and we say may god bless you richly Wherever you are listening to your Christ podcast, don't relent. Always plug in every Friday and hear what God says to you. And as we draw the curtain, I would like to say grace to you and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Till we meet again on next episode, I remain your anchor, Kachko inter. God bless you and goodbye.
1: listen to what God says to you today a podcast of the youthful for Christ team and we believe it has highly imported and richly blessed you please make sure you stay tuned every Friday for new and inspiring episodes